You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei from LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com. And this is episode number 26, entitled iOS 9 and the iPhone 6S. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me this week for another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I hope you guys have all had a successful, uh, fantastic week in your businesses um, as the season uh, continues to wind down here for 2015, at least in the lawn mowing uh, sense and leaf cleanup sort of sense, um, uh, unless you are, uh, you know, on the other side of uh, the world, outside of uh, the North America area, um, your season uh, is probably winding down here. Um, this is uh, episode number 26, and I cannot believe that. Um, that, um, you know, 20, uh, 25, 26 episodes have been recorded and put out there. Um, I'm just, um, you know, a little bit, um, uh, surprised or not surprised, but, uh, you know, in awe that, um, I was, uh, have been able to, um, put this out there, um, and that it has been received, um, so well for uh, the most part from uh, uh, you guys who have uh, reached out to me Um, and it's fantastic when I listened to or thought about uh, doing a podcast um, you know the idea started actually a few years ago Uh, but as I pursued it and uh, really started to think about it this year uh, in the beginning of the year and I was listening to other podcasts on how to start podcasts and watching tons of uh, YouTube videos and figuring out all the sort of technical parts about it um, on how to, uh, you know, uh, make a website with an RRS, uh, RSS feed for your podcast and how to submit it to iTunes and how to record it and what equipment would be needed um, and how to uh, you know, host your uh, podcast on a media server and all that sort of stuff um, and figuring it all out. Um, and then uh, finding out that most podcasts fail after about seven episodes um, that they sort of just uh, pod fade and drift away um, because of the amount of work and stuff involved. Um, and um you know, the fade, the fade in as far as the, um, topics and stuff go. Um, so I've been, uh, pretty, uh, in, I don't know if in awe is the, the word to describe it, but proud that I've been able to, um, continue, uh, past that seven sort of episode mark. Um, and here we are episode 26. Um, and, uh, each week, you know, the uh, download numbers are going up uh, higher and higher. Uh, the feedback is starting to come in from people, uh, whether it be uh, email questions um, or reviews on the iTunes store. Um, you know, it's uh, been a great response so far. Um, and I will definitely 
uh, keep it going as long as I can. Um, I enjoy recording the episodes. Um, but it is a bit of a challenge, um, like I've you know said in the past, um, and uh, as far as uh, even uh, figuring out topics uh, on a weekly basis uh, to talk about. Um, so we'll see how far I can take it. Um, you know, um, you guys can definitely uh, put your two cents in and your input in, and that would totally help out uh, tons uh, just by asking your questions. Um, you know, you're giving me weekly topics and stuff that I can talk about and keep the episodes going, um, in that sort of sense, um, and, uh, see how far we can take this. Um, so, um, and, and also as far as, um, you know, affiliates and stuff go, I've explained in the past that, um, you know, unlike with YouTube and stuff where you can put out a video and monetize it and it's all sort of taken care of for you and even putting uh, the video out there and the space and all that stuff to do it is all, uh, you know, provided by Google for you with podcasting. It's totally different, which is why, um, I decided to try to go the affiliate route, um, in trying to monetize, um, the podcast to help offset the costs of the website and the media hosting, um, as well as now, with the amount of time and stuff it takes me to record episodes and then edit them um, and then put them out there. Um, I'm basically taking a day away from my lawn care business uh, in doing this. And as I add, uh, you know, the videoing and all that sort of stuff, because uh, my family life is so busy in the evenings once the kids are home um, and I'm making dinner, um, waiting for my wife to get uh, back because she lives uh, outside of our town in the main city. Uh, so when she, you know, she's got a longer commute, she comes home, you know, after I've worked, I've got the uh, kids home from school, I'm starting dinner. Um, and then they're off to their various sports activities for practices and things. Uh, so I don't have any time in the evenings to be doing uh, podcasting or YouTube videos and all that sort of stuff. So basically, and then the same goes for the weekends. Um, with the, the family activities and family time and all that sort of stuff. I always put that first. Um, so basically, um, like I've said before, I've decided to just sort of, uh, I've taken a, a day away on my work schedule and, uh, we'll be focusing on that, um, going into, uh, the rest of this year and into 2016 and see how far I can take it, uh, with, uh, working down to four days a week. And if I can monetize, uh, the podcast, uh, and make money on the side from that, um, then, uh, I'll continue, uh, to, uh, provide it and do it, um, as far as I, or as long as I can, um, uh, so that, uh, you know, I'm not uh, out any sort of income, uh, cause like I say, I really enjoy doing it, uh, and I hope you guys, uh, enjoy listening to it. Uh, so as far as those affiliates go, um, the first one is, is if you enjoy listening to the podcast and you want a way to give back an easy way, uh, to show your appreciation, um, is just to use our Amazon affiliate link and just, uh, shop on amazon.com the way you would normally do, um, uh, with, uh, the little, uh, side knowing that, uh, we will earn a commission, uh, on everything that you purchase um, on Amazon within 24 hours of uh, clicking our link. So you can do that at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Amazon. And that'll take you to the Amazon store, uh, their homepage. And uh, like I say, anything that you purchase, uh, 
uh, while uh, going through that link, uh, we earn a small commission uh, on. Um, and also, um, if you guys are looking for a uh, website uh, host for your lawn care business. Um, the one that I use for lawn care business success.com. And it's also um, the one as we enter the off season here where I'm going to be taking uh, my company's uh, website and I'm going to be moving it to uh, is host upon. And uh, you, our affiliate link for that is lawncarebusinesscess.com forward slash host upon spell H O S T. U P O N and um, what host upon will give you is uh, unlimited amount of web space. Um, they give you unlimited bandwidth. Um, they have uh, easy one click WordPress installs. So you can set up a web pace, uh, web uh, space and website very easily. Um, and um, they have uh, chat support uh, and all that. And it's uh, $3 and 95 cents a month. Um, now, what I liked about HostUpon when comparing it to uh, all the other uh, service providers uh, when I was looking for a web space for uh, or web host for uh, the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com uh, web space was that um, for that same, uh, you know, a lot of other companies offered the exact same services for that same price, but um, where HostUpon, the sort of one big extra that they offered was for that same price. They give you uh, the ability to host an unlimited amount of domain names. So basically for that $3 and 95 cents, uh, not only could I have um, lawn care business success.com hosted on there, but I could also have um, my company's website hosted on there. Um, and any other websites uh, in the future that I decided to uh, host, I just have to go and buy uh, the domain names and I can redirect them um, to the website that I build on uh, that one host upon account um, and have multiple websites all for three bucks or four bucks a month. Um, so again, if you guys want to try them out, uh, so far it's been uh, working out really well. I've only had one hiccup with them, like I've said in the past. Um, and when I uh, uh, contacted them because the website seemed to have been down, they already knew about the issue and literally within two minutes the website was back up. Um, so uh, like I said, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash host upon. Um, with any of the affiliate links, um, if you guys uh, are using them or uh, purchase through them, um, I'd really appreciate if you guys would uh, contact me at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact and just let me know that you used it so I can sort of keep track of all the ones that um, have been used. And that way I can just sort of um, see if their um, you know, um, affiliate programs really do work. Um, uh, so that would be great if you guys could do that. Uh, also, for comments and questions, like I uh, mentioned there, the contact page on uh, Long Care Business Success, um, you can leave a voicemail on our website at uh, longcarebusinesssuccess.com. Use the little leave voicemail uh, tab at the top and just uh, use your computer's built-in microphone and speakers to uh, leave us a voicemail. Um, also, if you haven't already joined the mailing list, 
I would ask that you guys go ahead and do that uh, at the top of our homepage there. You can enter your email address. You'll get a, access to a PDF document. Um, it's a landscape uh, con maintenance contract um, that you can use. I've used it uh, over the past few years. I modify it um, and I've used it for uh, things like uh, stratas and uh, commercial properties and things like that to uh, submit it as a bid um, and um, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's available to you guys. Um, also, don't forget to um, follow me on Instagram, Lawn Care Business Success is the username, as well as YouTube, Lawn Care Business Success is the username on there. Um, so this week's episode, uh, number 26, is uh, all about iOS 9 and the new iPhone success. It's been out for about a month now. Um, I purchased a new iPhone uh, 6S. I was previously using an iPhone 5. Um, I have uh, decided to purchase a new iPhone 6S. Um, I went with the 6S, the 4.7 inch uh, screen model um, and not the plus uh, sized one, the 5.5 inch, um, strictly because uh, I didn't know how I would like it. Um, I did try a, uh, Samsung Galaxy Note, uh, four, uh, in January of this past year. Um, and I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, um, in the technology episodes that I had out, um, that I really liked that phone, um, because of the pen and stuff that really, or the, yeah, the S pen, um, and the note features and, all that sort of stuff. I really liked that part of it um, because with um, me or my uh, thinking was that I'm so used to um, the iPhone. I've had uh, a bunch of iPhones um, that, uh, you know, uh, going to an Android phone would have to offer um, a lot more than just sort of basic features and stuff. And for me, uh, I do have a, a, um, a Nexus 7 tablet running stock Android that I really do enjoy. Um, but for a phone, um, you know, it would need to do uh, a lot more than what an iPhone would do. And the Galaxy Note sort of fit that bill with having the, the pen and it had, uh, you know, a bigger screen and all that sort of stuff at the time. So I was trying that out. Um, and, um, ultimately because of ecosystem and using uh, a Mac for my computer and having an iPad and things like that with the um, continuity features that Apple provides, um, I decided to stick to uh, having uh, an iPhone. Um, and as well as with my kids, you know, I can uh, text them um, using iMessage uh, without them necessarily or well, with my 11 year old son without him necessarily having a texting plan on his phone. Uh, he's just, you know, at school with the Wi-Fi, and I can still text him. Um, same with my daughter or if we're out of town, um, you know, in the United States traveling for soccer tournaments and things like that, we can still text each other uh, from our hotel rooms and stuff using iMessage without incurring, um, the um, charges and things like that it just makes it a lot easier. Um, I know I realize I can use apps and things like that, um, uh, like text plus and things like that 
but it always seemed uh, like a hassle every time we tried it. Uh, then my, you know, uh, my wife wouldn't remember uh, that she would have to use that certain app or whatever. Um, and just by keeping it simple and using iMessage that's already built in, it just works a lot easier uh, for our situation. Um, so with this new iPhone coming out, um, uh, I have to say so far, I really do enjoy it. I will admit that um, it doesn't have um, the wow factor um, that I was initially impressed with. Uh, when I was using the Samsung Galaxy Note, um, but I I would say that that's partly because of using um, iPhones all the time. Um, that um, uh, you know you sort of get uh, used to a certain set of features and and way of doing things, um, and then uh, you know you try something new that has some other you know features and. I really liked a lot of it. Um, there was a lot of stuff about the Galaxy Note that I didn't like, and partly was uh, with that sort of stuff was just that I was so used to the iPhone that it just seemed so much simpler. Um, for example, um, with the iPhone, um, they have the control center where you can swipe up from the bottom, and it brings up a little panel with some most used features and things, um, and one of those is the flashlight and things like that, a very basic feature. And on the uh, Android, or on the Note at least, that wasn't, you know, a built-in feature. It required uh, an app or a widget or something to make the flashlight work. Now, easy enough, but still wasn't um, as easy um, as I could see as they um, implemented a change in their, uh, I think that was uh, KitKat that it was running at the time. Um, where I know I had tried a Galaxy Note 2 previous to that, and you could add your own apps and things to the lock screen. And in that latest re iteration of the Note 4, they took that away. And, you know, they had the camera app, I believe, on the lock screen and stuff, but that was about it. You can add your own uh, things to the lock screen. Um, so, um... You know, I didn't like that because then I had to unlock the phone um, to be able to use a flashlight. And I use it all the time. I use a flashlight every day, um, you know, when I'm going to bed at night and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll go to bed quite late. My wife will already be sleeping and stuff, and I don't want to be turning on lights and stuff. And, um, you know, the cat or a pet cat will be in the bedroom and stuff. And sometimes he's on the bed sleeping with my wife, or sometimes, uh, you know, he might be on the ground. And... uh uh, the cat uh, seems to think he rules the, the household and, uh, you know, doesn't move out of the way when you're walking. And when it's pitch dark and you can don't see him and you step on him, you know, that uh, can be an issue. So I always uh, turn on the flashlight on my phone and uh, so I can see where I'm walking uh, in the night when I'm going uh, up to bed. Um, so with the iPhone, super simple. Um you know, even faster now with the uh, Touch ID versus my iPhone 5 that I still had to, uh, you know, unlock by putting in a passcode and stuff. Now with just pressing that button with my thumb, the phone's unlocked, I can swipe up and uh, the uh, flashlight is right there and turn it on. Um, so that's uh, pretty cool. Um, and uh, why I've always liked um, the basics of the iPhone. Uh, it doesn't do a lot of the fancy stuff that... Um, 
Android uh, can do. Um, but um, like I say, um, I just really enjoy the basics because they're done really well. The stuff that you use on a daily basis over and over and over again, um, Apple seems to nail um, and uh, they get it right um, with Android. Uh, and like I say, it's just some, you know, it could, this could just be a matter of preference and all that sort of stuff. Um, but what I found with Android, um, particularly, like I say, with um, uh, Samsung, which was only, you know, only the, the only other phone that I was attracted to in Android sort of sense. And like I say, I use my Nexus tablet um, all the time. I really like that. Um, but I wasn't compelled to get a Nexus phone. Um, didn't like the size of the huge monstrosity of the Nexus six, um, and the Nexus five lacking LTE and all that sort of stuff, um, wasn't, um, appealing to me. Um, and like I said, I just liked the, the idea of the S pen and stuff on the note. Um, and I will still say that, um, you know, that's one thing I actually wish that the iPhone had was an S pen type device. Um, now some of these new features in iOS 9 that have, uh, I really liked, um, one of the, uh, main things is markup that they've added to the mail app. So markup basically is, uh, basically like sketch, uh, the app that I talked about in the, um, previous, uh, episodes during technology, um, and is sort of a, uh, rip off of that galaxy note four, uh, where you can, take a photo, um, and basically mark it up. Um, now it's good in the sense with the iPhone that they've added the feature, um, that you can go into your mail, uh, you know, construct an email, um, to a customer, for example, you can use a photo that you've taken of say their landscape uh, so say if there's a bunch of bushes or something like that, so you can, you know, take a, a photo of a hedge or something that needs trimming or some trees that need attention, that sort of thing. Um, and in fact, I used it last week, um, with a customer, um, I was mowing their lawn and, um, I noticed when I went to go dump the grass clippings into their, uh, yard waste bin for the city to take, um, a rat ran across their, uh, um, landscaped area, part of their yard. And it ran towards their house. And, um, there was an area with their garden hoses and stuff hanging on the wall and the house, um, sort of stuck out there like uh, six or eight inches or so of the wall, um, to the garage. And the rat ran to that area and disappeared. Um, and it was like, it crawled up through a hole or a gap and went into the wall. Um, and this is like a brand new, uh, monster sized mansion house, swimming pool and everything. It's absolutely gorgeous house. Um, you know, maybe two, three years old. Um, and, um, so I thought, you know, the customers obviously was probably going to want to know that there's a rat uh, getting into his house. Um, so I took a picture of the wall, the outside wall there, uh, by the garage. And then I emailed him and said, uh, you know, I saw a rodent, uh, looked like a big rat. It ran across, uh, the area there and it went to that spot and it disappeared. Um, so with the app, I added the photo and with markup, I was able to, uh, circle the area that I saw, uh, on the photo, 
uh, saw the rat and I was able to draw a little arrow. Um, and the neat thing with, um, um, markup is when you're doing, um, common, um, shapes and things like arrows and circles and things like that, it gives you the option to, uh, straighten it out. So if I draw, you know, an arrow with my finger, I can leave that arrow there, um, but sometimes it might look messy. So it, it recognizes that you're making an arrow and it gives you the option to um, replace the arrow you drew with a more um, graphically pleasing arrow. Um, so there's that option. Uh, so then I was able to fire off the email and you know, when the customer uh, got the email and opened it, uh, you know, he'd see that I saw a rat and stuff and could, you know, instead of um, relying on the description of where I saw the rat run and disappear into the wall. Um, you know, I was able to show him a photo of his house and, uh, you know, circle and draw, uh, you know, an arrow to exactly where the rat disappeared so that he can look into it further and see if, uh, you know, there's a hole there or a gap that he needs to fill or get a, uh, you know, maybe a pest control company out there or something like that. Um, so, you know, and I, I've talked about um, apps that you could use this for on the iPhone um, before, and Skitch is one of the, is the main one uh, that I've talked about before. It basically does the same functionality um, as this, but I just really like now that uh, Apple has built this in. Now, where um, I find that they fall short is that it's only available in the Mail app. Um, so, you know, the Galaxy Note, what I liked about it, um, twofold was that, um, not only did they have the pen, um, which made drawing those shapes and arrows and things a lot easier because, um, using a fine tipped sort of instrument to draw with instead of your fat finger, um, just makes it easier to see what you're doing and a lot more fluid and just more natural. Um, you know, I can't really, uh, you know, if you give me a pen, and ask me to write my name, I can do it a lot easier than doing it with my finger. Um, so that uh, leads me to the uh, the second part of that, is that in that markup, um, another neat feature that they've done is there's um, a couple of options at the bottom, and one of them is to add a signature. So if you click it for the first time, it'll bring you to um, basically a screen on your phone uh, with a line uh, for you to sign your signature on using your finger. Um, I tried this a bunch of times um, with my finger and like I say uh, I just kind of failed miserably at trying to do it with my finger um, just because the flow um, and trying to see around your finger and stuff is is difficult um, and the response seemed slower um, so what I actually did was I used a, um, I had a little, um, a generic stylus, uh, that I bought at Best Buy, um, after I had, uh, ended up returning the Galaxy Note 4, I ended up buying just a regular uh, stylus that you can use on any touchscreen. Um, now of course it's not, um, pressure sensitive and it's not, um, uh, you know, as accurate as the, uh, the, the Wacom one that's built into the Galaxy Note 4. Uh, but for the limited amount of times and stuff that I would be using it uh, on an iPhone, um, you know, I, it works fine. Um, now, of course, um, uh, 
this is for basic tasks. Like I say, for circling things in photos, um, for drawing arrows and that sort of stuff, uh, just for emailing a customer, I would not, um, try to use one of these basic, um, styluses for doing, um, you know, actual art or drawings or things like that. Um, like I could do with the uh, galaxy note, uh, when I did it, um, I actually did a portrait of my son um, using a, a photo, uh, one of his school photos. I just sort of sat it up beside me and just sort of copied his photo in drawing uh, with a note, and it worked great. Um, was uh, pretty, uh, you know, accurate uh, with uh, the pen or the S Pen, I should say. So I wouldn't attempt anything like that. Um, you know, they have that uh, Apple Pencil coming out with the new iPad Pro. And apparently that'll be uh, sort of the um, uh, answer to this for uh, serious artists. Um, and Apple seems to, uh, you know, know best uh, as far as uh, their other devices. But, uh, man, I can't tell you what I would, how much I would love to have an iPhone with a built-in uh, stylus to the accuracy um, that uh, the Galaxy Note 4 Um had, uh, you know, just a nice small stylus that's hidden away that you pull out, um, and are able to use. Um, I think that would be fantastic. So who knows in the future, but, um, uh, for right now, you know, it's baby steps and the markup feature is here. And, uh, like I say, it works good. So once I had used that generic stylus and, uh, was able to put my signature in, then it sort of saves it. And, uh, every time you go into, an email and you want to add your signature and stuff, you can use that markup to add your signature to it. Now, another um, feature that they finally added uh, to um, the iPhone is the ability for your email to include attachments. Um, now, uh, this is uh, fantastic. Uh, because up until this point, there's been no way to add attachments. You've had to either put links to your documents or things that you want to share either on Dropbox and stuff, but you haven't been able to actually just um, go ahead and, uh, you know, add those uh, documents directly to um, your email. So this would work uh, as far as, uh, say, using uh, contracts and things like that. If you wanted to with your clients, you could then put those, uh, you know, make up your contract, say your, uh, uh, you could take the free contract PDF that, uh, you can download from lawncarebusinesssuccess.com, uh, by joining our mailing list, you could modify it, um, resave it, you know, modify it with all the customer's information, your actual quoting numbers and stuff. And, uh, you know, now, uh, attach it to an email and send it directly to the cut to the client. Um, the only, caveat here is that this can only be done by saving the document into your iCloud account first. So they don't have the ability or they haven't opened up the ability to uh, be able to use I, or sorry, Google Drive or Dropbox or any of those services. Um, so you use your iCloud uh, account. And now with uh, iOS 9 as well, um, They've added uh, the iCloud Drive app um, to your phone. Um, it's hidden by default, uh, but you can go into the iCloud settings 
and uh, there's on the phone, and uh, there's a little um, uh, on-off uh, switch for showing the iCloud Drive uh, app on your desktop. Uh, so you click that on, and then your phone will automatically show the iCloud Drive app, which basically looks like uh, you know the Dropbox app or Google Drive app, where you would click it, and uh, documents that you save. Uh, will be listed there so then when you go into mail and uh, you want to add an attachment you just you know click and hold so that the little uh, uh, option feature sort of pops up and then uh, you just go to add attachment um, and uh, it'll open up the iCloud Drive you find the attachment you want click on it and add uh, same with the markup with the markup you add a photo um, to the email you click on that photo it brings up the sort of options tab where you can select you know certain options and you move to the right and you'll see the markup you click markup and then it brings up the uh, set of tools the pens and erasers and all that sort of stuff so you can uh, add that uh, or mark up that uh, photo for your email now where I think it falls short like I said is number one there, you're using your finger by default unless you buy a uh, aftermarket um, stylus for uh, touch screens um, but then again with those the uh, accuracy is not still not going to be as good as uh, say the Galaxy Note uh, stylus because it doesn't have that uh, stylus layer behind the screen uh, to more accurately uh, pinpoint objects and stuff but it works pretty good for what it is for just circling objects drawing arrows to it that sort of stuff it works fantastic. Um, where I think it falls short is that they've only added it to the mail app. Um, so what I would have liked to have seen was for Apple to uh, just make it consistent throughout all of iOS 9 where anytime that there's a photo you could click on it and you know it would bring up the markup option. You could mark it up and save it as a copy of the original. Um, that's how it works on the Galaxy Note. Um, where you go into your photos app you can click on it and uh, you know basically uh, draw all over your pictures and it just saves it as a copy that you can then email to somebody um, or you know text somebody or something like that with uh, the iPhone it only uh, lets you use that marked up photo in email so you can't um, you know text somebody a photo that you've marked up um, so hopefully that'll change and they'll um, more readily adopt their markup features uh, and make it more available uh, to more apps throughout iOS 9, sort of make it a standard. Uh, I think that uh, would be great if they did that. Uh, the next thing that has changed uh, or that they've added is they changed the Notes app. Um, so the built-in Notes app for iOS uh, has changed in the same sort of set uh, sort of thing where you can now um, it's more um, kind of like Evernote now where you can not only have text but you can make um, checklists um, you can add photos uh, you can insert um, drawings um, you know basic drawings and stuff and the same thing you make a new note you'll see a little uh, the note will open in sort of the standard fashion like it always did where you have the keyboard at the bottom and then the note at the top uh, but there's a little plus sign in the bottom right hand corner you click the plus sign and it brings up a set of tools uh, with one being a pencil uh, there's a sort of a felt 
Um, I think there's a paintbrush, a ruler, um, and an eraser, and then a color palette, and you can, and, you know, use fine-tipped pens and stuff and uh, different colors. You can draw, um, use the eraser. The ruler feature is really, really cool, so it brings up this ruler um, on the screen. It looks like a see-through, like those see-through plastic rulers that you would use as a kid. But the neat thing is you put your two fingers um, from one hand on the ruler and you can actually move the ruler around. And if you were to use your other finger as a pencil or pen and draw across the ruler, even if your uh, finger kind of wiggles and stuff, because you're up against the ruler, it'll draw a perfectly straight line against the ruler and you can manipulate the ruler at a different angle and draw a bunch of lines and stuff. It's actually really, really cool. Um, a very neat feature. I was surprised that it was included. I thought I had seen it in uh, commercials or advertisements and thought it was just part of, um, you know, the iPad pro with the, uh, Apple pencil sort of, um, uh, advertisements. I didn't realize that it was actually uh, part of all iOS 9 devices now. Um, so that's really uh, a neat feature. Um, uh, and now with the 3D touch screen of the uh, iPhone 6S, um, in the Notes app, not only are you drawing and stuff, but it'll uh, sense the pressure that you're putting on the screen. So if you're using a pen or a pencil or a paintbrush, uh, much like the Galaxy Note, where, uh, you know, if you press light, uh, it'll draw a fine line. If you press harder, then the line uh, darkens uh, to simulate, uh, you know, how you would in real life with a real pencil um, or a real paintbrush or uh, a real pen. Uh, so that is really handy. Um, that uh, is just a, a really neat feature. Um, the On the iPhone 6s itself, um, like I've hinted uh, about um, the 3D uh, touch screen, um, that is kind of neat. It's very uh, interesting to get used to at the moment. Um, the uh, phone itself, you uh, the 3D uses a or they have a set of features called peek and pop um, that you can use, um, and basically when you're outside of certain apps. Um, and I'm sure this will increase as more apps uh, sort of uh, start to utilize that feature. But say, um, for example here, I'm just grabbing my phone. Uh, so if I go to, say, the Facebook app, if I press and hold uh, it lightly, then it does the whole app jiggle thing with the um, you know, uh, ability to delete the app or rearrange it. If I press and hold hard, uh, then it brings up a menu that says take photo, video, upload photo, video, or write a post. So instead of clicking on the app um, or tapping on the app, waiting for it to open, um, and then going to the fields to write a post or insert a photo or something like that, you can skip those steps and just go straight from the icon in your launcher uh, to do that task. So that is uh, pretty handy. Instagram, much the same, where it says you can search, view activity, new post, uh, or direct. Um, in the Photos app, same thing. You can search, uh, look at your favorites, look at your most recent photos. Um, 
so there's a whole bunch of implements. The the phone itself, I don't know, you've probably seen the ads where, uh, you know, they say uh, what's changed. Uh, the only thing that's changed is is everything or something, I think, is their uh, thing on the phone. And it's basically because if you, if you look at the phone, it looks the same, but everything about the phone has changed. Um, the aluminum that it's made out of is stronger to uh, counteract the whole iPhone bending um, issues from the 6 and 6 Plus of last year. So it's now twice as hard to uh, uh, bend and takes quite a bit of force now. I think it's like in the 80-something pounds of pressure uh, to be able to bend the phone now, whereas last year's model was like 29 or 30 pounds of pressure to bend. Uh, so it's over double. Uh, using the new 7000 series aluminum, um, the 3D touch screen is new. Uh, battery life, I think the battery itself is actually a bit smaller, uh, but efficiencies with the new processors um, have made the battery life equal or better than last year's uh, 6 and 6 plus uh, models. Um, the uh, obviously 3D touch screen with the peak and pop, um, and because of that 3D touch screen, there's a a bunch of different uh, features all throughout the system that utilize that uh, sort of force touching uh, feeling with the haptic feedback that you get. Um, so uh, yeah, overall, I'm pretty satisfied with it. Um, like say the um, the battery life has been uh, pretty good for me. Um, for the 6 uh, S here uh, versus my iPhone 5 on a typical day uh, when I'm out mowing lawns. Um, I would be listening to podcasts or audiobooks all day long. Um, you know, with the iPhone uh, 5, uh, typically by the end of the day, um, I would have to charge it for sure. Like as far as end of day, I mean end of work day. Um, I'd be charging it throughout the day on busy days, um, I would sometimes leave it in the truck charging while I'm mowing, you know, lawns that are just like front yard only sort of lawns where I'm there with the truck. I wouldn't leave it in the truck if I'm going to the backyard and stuff. But if it was, um, you know, a lawn where I'm just mowing the front, I would leave my iPhone in the truck and just use my Bluetooth headphones and be listening to podcasts and audiobooks uh, while I'm mowing the lawn. Um, haven't had to do that with the iPhone 6. S. Um, in fact, um, I haven't even uh, taken the uh, car charger with me um, at all since I've had it. Um, and I can go um, pretty much the whole day now um, on a charge from, uh, I'll typically wake up at about um, 640 uh, in the morning um, and, uh, you know, go down, have breakfast, um, and uh, while I'm sitting having breakfast, I'm listening to the radio, uh, but I'm you know, going through emails and checking out Facebook and Instagram and, um, you know, reading articles online and stuff uh, and all that sort of stuff. So the phone is uh, basically being used right away, right in the morning. Um, you know, then I'll walk my son to school, drive my daughter to school, walk my son to school, and then um, I will, uh, you know, after I drop off my son uh, at school, um, on the way home while I'm walking the dog, um, I'll be, you know, the podcasts start and I'll start listening to podcasts or audiobooks. Um, and that'll continue throughout the whole day until, uh, you know, typically two o'clock or so when I'm done work. 
and uh, be listening to those podcasts all day long, um, answering you know emails and stuff that come in throughout the day uh, and that sort of thing. Come home and uh, start making dinner and things, and you know in between, uh, you know while I'm stirring things on the stove or stuff like that, I'll be uh, checking the phone and and that. Uh, then we have dinner. You know, then the soccer practice and things like that. And the phone will still be going strong. You know, I'll be in the 60% left sort of range where with the iPhone 5, you know, and, and granted the iPhone 5 was already a few years old. So the battery efficiency may not be as good anymore. Um, but typically, you know, in a day I'd have to charge the iPhone at least once, um, sometimes two or three times um, throughout the day, depending on how heavily I was using it. Um, you know, and then the podcast and things will start when my kids are at soccer and I'm waiting for them, or I'll be watching videos or streaming, um, using my hotspot on my phone, uh, and streaming video and stuff to either the Nexus tablet, um, that I'll take to watch video on, or now typically I've just been using the iPhone uh, six with a slightly bigger screen than the iPhone five. Um, and just been using that sort of to test the battery out and stuff. And then I'll come home and, uh, you know, watch some TV all the while, checking the phone and stuff throughout uh, the evening. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, at times, you know, going to bed and there's still 20% left on the phone after the, you know, a day of really, really heavy usage. Um, now that uh, I've sort of gone through that and sort of tested the limits, I now find myself going back to, you know, by the time I finish work and it's midday or I'm making dinner, I'll plug the phone in and just top it off so that, um, you know, I don't have any issues or anything as far as, uh, you know, if I were to get stranded or something like that in the evening, if the car broke down or things like that, I don't have to worry about uh the phone battery uh, and things like that. So typically I'll just plug it in on the, when I'm not, uh, uh, relying on it or away from home, like say typically when I'm in the kitchen, things like that. But, um, at least I know now that if I can't get to a charger with the iPhone six for me, at least, um, or sorry, the iPhone success with me, at least, um, I can, uh, rely on the battery, uh, for a while. Um, I don't know. I will have this phone for at least a year. Um, and I may go to, the iPhone 7, when it comes out next year, I, in fact, um, I have always bought in black phones, um, but not knowing um, whether I would really truly enjoy the iPhone 6S or not, um, and whether I want to, you know, if I would want to switch to an Android or something like that in the future, what I actually did with this phone is I bought a white one um, with a silver back uh, because that's what my wife wants. Um, and, uh, I figured I could, uh, use this phone and then, uh, hand it down to her, uh, in the future. And, uh, if I wanted to switch or, or get something different, or if the iPhone seven, uh, added, um, you know, a whole bunch more functionality and stuff that I could always, uh, uh, get, uh, give this one to my wife. Uh, so that's sort of the plan I, uh, worked out to justify in my head, uh, getting this one now and, uh, being able to, uh, 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 use or get something different again in the future. Um, so for your lawn care business, um, if you're using the new iPhone and you don't know about markup, it can be really handy. Um, uh, like I've mentioned before, it sort of, uh, just repeats, um, 
the uh, technology or apps in uh, for lawn care business uh, episode that I did uh, where I talked all about Skitch. A lot of the same features there. Um, with Skitch, though, you still get um, the ability to mark up maps um, and web pages and things like that, uh, where you can't do that with uh, markup on the iPhone. Uh, it's with the iPhone. It's strictly for um, the uh, uh, photos parked in in email. Uh, but that was all I was using it for anyways, as far as sketch goes, uh, was just being able to take customer uh, pictures of customers, uh, landscapes and properties and point things out to them in an email, um, or uh, try to, uh, uh, drum up more work, uh, by drawing those, uh, pictures of, uh, you know, if they needed a hedge trimming done or trees needed attention or that sort of stuff. So, uh, if you have the new success, um, let me know what you think of the new features. Like I say, the phone looks the same as the past uh, iPhone 6, uh, but it really is completely different. Uh, they really did uh, rebuild it from the ground up. Um, and uh, it's a pretty solid phone. Um, I still do like those features on uh, the Galaxy Note, and I've looked at the 5. I'm actually kind of disappointed that uh, the Galaxy Note 5... Uh, uh, you know, has actually lost some features um, as far as uh, not being able to have a removable battery now um, and uh, no ability to put um, expandable storage and stuff uh, like it did with the Note 4. Uh, so the the uh, Galaxy Note 5 now is, uh, I'm sure it's a great phone. Um, haven't really had a chance to try it out, um, but I was really, really impressed with the Note 4 um, with all those uh, features and abilities that it had. Um, so yeah, for me, the perfect phone, um, would be basically, uh, the iPhone with, um, some of the galaxy note features, the pen particularly, um, then I would be uh, super, super crazy, uh, about the phone. Um, so if you have that or you have an Android phone that you think is uh, great or offers a, a unique set of um, um, a unique set of uh, features and stuff that you use in your lawn care business, be sure to let me know uh, at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact or you can leave that voicemail there as well. Um, and because I know you guys like audio, um, and if you haven't already tried listening to audiobooks, uh, you can try my affiliate link for that at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. And what you'll get is a free, uh, a free, uh, 30 day free trial of, uh, audible where you can pick two free audiobooks of your choice, uh, to keep and listen to, uh, you can cancel anytime within 30 days and, um, and those books are yours to keep uh, for life. Uh, you can uh, They've got a, a really good app for Android and for iOS to download and listen to your audiobooks on. And uh, it's a really great service. It's $14.95 uh, a month after that. And you can pick uh, one free audiobook a month. Um, I do believe they also have a $22 uh, a month package for two free audiobooks each month or the credit for two free audiobooks uh, each month. Uh, so, and uh, like I say a 30 day free trial, you can cancel any time. If you decide to do that, like I say, I get a small commission. Um, and, um, we'd really appreciate that. Um, as all, 
uh, with all the affiliate links uh, that you that we talk about throughout the show. Also that you can find on the lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash resources page. There's a bunch of uh, resources for you for your lawn care business. Some of them are affiliate links. Some of them are not. The ones that are affiliate links are clearly marked as affiliate um, just in a, a transparency sort of thing. So you guys know that uh, not trying to um, uh, trick you into using links and things that are generating money for me. Uh, it's not about that. Um, it's just, uh, you know, if you can um, use an affiliate link for something that you already are purchasing, a service or a product that you're already purchasing anyways, um, it's a great way to show appreciation, uh, to let me know that you enjoy the podcast um, and that uh, you want it to continue. Um, and like I say, it's a great way to do it without uh, any out-of-pocket expenses on your part. Also, um, you know, um, as far as topics and things go for the future, like I hinted upon there in the beginning of the episode, now this is being episode number 26, you know, I'm uh, going through it and figuring out topics that I think are relevant um, to uh, the lawn care industry. We're into 26 episodes now. Um, but what would make it really fantastic, um, is if you guys continue to send me those emails and ask questions and stuff that I can, uh, answer and turn into episodes of, uh, the, uh, lawn care business success podcast. So I'd really appreciate if you guys do that as well as if you use any of the affiliate links, uh, if you just drop me an email and let me know so I can sort of keep track of, uh, the affiliate links and see, um, you know, which of those affiliate programs actually do work um, and sort of hold those companies accountable as well. Um, that would be great. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, uh, be sure to let me know uh, so that I can uh, do more technology-based um, episodes in the future. Um, uh, that way... Uh, yeah, it just lets me know uh, that you guys like these sort of topics uh, or if you want me to stick more towards uh, uh, the business-related topics. Um, just helps sort of guide me through it all. Uh, so that's it for this week. Um, be sure to leave a um, review on iTunes if you can and uh, follow me on Instagram, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com. Follow me on YouTube, Lawn Care Business Success. Uh, sorry, uh, Instagram is Lawn Care Business Success and not .com. And um, that's it for this week. Uh, hoping you guys found value in the content that I'm providing. And uh, hope you guys all uh, have a fantastic uh, week coming up. Uh, don't hurt yourselves with all the uh, leaf cleanups. And I hope you guys are uh, getting your bank accounts all uh, fat and ready for the winter. Uh, until then, here's wishing you all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Thanks for now. Bye-bye.